You can stay safe and stay healthy while keeping your dating life alive. Today, we will be talking about how you can continue to mingle during a pandemic. Just as a disclaimer, we are in no way, shape, or form encouraging going out and dating during this pandemic. In this podcast, we will instead be talking about virtual dating tips and how to keep your juices flowing while maintaining social distancing. Yeah, there are definitely some red flags to be mindful of when online dating. I'd say definitely trust your gut. Be intuitive, which requires you to be self-aware. Um, that you, you have to do through learning about your own thought process, your emotions, and why you feel them. I'd say um, definitely dig a lot deeper. It could be as simple as journaling what you're feeling in the moment, and then ask yourself why keep it, or ask yourself, questions until the answers come. Titi and I have talked a lot about this for sure and one thing we recommend is at least getting to know a person for a week and test the waters and go from there before you make any sort of further uh, commitment to see if you want to continue this interaction or not. Um, One of our friends Nora had a lot to say about this. In terms of people dating right now Um, I don't think my response would be as positive as someone would like it to be. I think that those who are already in a relationship, they can keep up um, seeing one another in person, I guess. I don't know, depending on their situation at home, like who's living with them and what the risks are. Like maybe perhaps they're living with someone who is over the age of 70 or 65, whatever it is. Or um, maybe they're living with someone whose immune system is compromised. I think they should be more precautious about that and keep that social distancing. So going back to dating via webcam, there's so many different technological advances that we're so lucky and fortunate to hopefully have access to. So I think people can continue dating in that sort of fashion. Maybe not um, physically as we would like to, but we can do it via the web or talking on the phone. In regards to advice, just like I said, with the whole video camming conversations that you can do, I mean, look at that. You can continue to have or engage in different activities with the person that you're interested in. Like there's Netflix, watch TV. Um, What else is there? I'm sure there's so many different types of games out there that you guys can play together from a distance. Um, There's so much to do. Because, I mean, what about the people who live... Um, who are doing the whole long-distance relationship. What do you think that they do besides, you know, putting aside some time to go and visit one another? Nora brought up some really interesting points, and there is definitely a lot that you can do even while maintaining a distance. Um, Some ideas that we have for people who are trying to continue a relationship or getting to know each other, Um, you can watch a movie together through your laptops so like netflix or even just like team viewer or something um you can also play computer games together you can have a romantic candlelight dinner or even a casual dinner through facetime you can also do photo shoots um i did this with my boyfriend at the time and we would just like basically take screenshots and one thing is um also sending each other stuff so with amazon and like food delivery services there's so much that you can do So if you're talking to a girl and she's like, oh, I'm craving bubble tea, you can sort of like send that to her as a gesture of love. Um, Doing all of these things really helped my long distance relationship stay strong um, until we got to see each other again. 
One classic game that we especially loved was 21 questions while having a virtual dinner or drink date. Um, there's even that New York Times article that I've seen called 36 questions that can make strangers fall for each other. It's arguable whether it really works or not, but it's really a fun set of questions to start with. Um, so Titi, I was curious to know, do you have any go-to conversation starting questions? I do actually. So I love to travel and I'm always curious about animals and their language. So two of my go-to questions that, that I ask people are, um, if you could travel anywhere right now and money wasn't an issue, where would you go and why? And then my second one was, if you could be any animal in the world, which one would you be and why? Those are actually really great questions. Um, is there any reason why animals are involved? Yeah, because um, I don't know. I always wanted to be a different animal or an amphibian so that I could breathe underwater or learn to adapt to different situations. And that's why <laughs> I ask people about animals. I'm just curious if you can be anything other than humans. Yeah, that really does bring out a lot, though, because, like, the animal that they choose can kind of, like, express the type of person they are as well. So these are all tips that you can use, whether you're getting to know each other or even if you're, like, already in a relationship. I've had a few people mention how hard it's been not being able to see their significant other. And one thing in particular that helped me during these times is having, um, having your boyfriend on a call while you're doing regular mundane stuff like organizing your closet or cooking or studying? A lot of my friends happen to be in relationships and some of the things they said they do um, are the following. So one of my friends named Blair, she said um, her and her boyfriend, since he moved back from Vancouver, but his dad came back from Asia, he was gone for three months. So she wasn't able to see her boyfriend, but um, instead what they did was she would sometimes go visit him or um, on weekends they would just video chat and text. And then uh, another one of her, um, her name's Yoshi, and she said her and her boyfriend, they go on walks together on the weekends, but they stay two meters away from each other, and they don't touch each other. So they just talk a lot on FaceTime, or they watch um, Netflix shows on Netflix party together. And then um, my last friend, Serena, she, um, she has a boyfriend, but she's like, her advice was pretty funny. She's like, no, you stay home and you don't have a man until we are allowed to leave the house. Yeah, it's definitely difficult dating during a pandemic because there's also the, I guess, like fear or anxiety that a lot of people feel with the media and everything. And especially because this is, has been dragging out for almost two months now. I think a lot of people were hoping that it would be over by summer. But just like the anxiety of not knowing when you can kind of see your significant other again or when you can move on with your life again, that can be uh, a bit of a strain on relationships as well. To conclude, it's important to remember that this pandemic situation isn't forever. Um, the longer you stay at home, the sooner you can return to your virus-free normal lives in which you can date and get laid to your heart's desire. For the time being, we hope that we've provided you with some helpful tips. And remember that the health and safety of our well-being is the top priority right now. Stay tuned for our next podcast for tips on sexting. Until next time, Annie and Titi out. Peace.